1: Yeah, buddy, this is the WCHL podcast, and I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry. And on the other end of the line is my very best friend in all the world. It's the guy whose name you just heard in the awesome intro from Ben Buckland. It is Andrew Majorkerth. Andrew, say hello to the people. Yo, yo, yo. Andrew, we've missed you. We've missed you. We've missed you. Where have you been all this time? I've been stuck in science class. I figured you were in detention or something.
0: Yeah. After school yeah. detention. Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
1: Is this, the, uh, is this the breakfast club? Which one are you from the breakfast club? Which Are you the nerd? Are you the, <laughs> are you the, the pretty girl? And are you Molly yeah. Ringwald?
0: I do have a pretty good set of legs on me, so I
1: mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what. Well, hey, Andrew, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. How have you been? I mean, we, we've missed uh, you.
0: I have been fantastic.
1: Yeah. Okay. I understand you might have a little bit of news. This the teaching career is uh, is uh, there may be a shift, huh?
0: Yep. Yep. My teaching career is coming to an end. Uh-oh. The, uh oh. Coming up on Christmas break and all that, so I am transitioning into a more permanent role, working for one of the. Well, for the city we live in here.
1: Yeah. Oklahoma City. And uh yeah, going from there. Nice, nice. Driving a garbage truck. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. I
0: love it. Yep. Yep. If you see that meme with the garbage truck flailing the trash can on the side of it, <laughs> I have no worries. That's me just getting revenge.
1: I figure you're the, you're you're the one that's gonna be driving the, the one that's painted flames on the side of it, right? Yeah. J- just yeah. wheeling and dealing through the cul-de-sac <laughs> here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Riding on two wheels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, very good. Well, hey, congratulations! I know that we don't want to uh, give give too much information away, but congratulations from graduating from uh, the high school ranks to uh, the world of regular working people with the city.
0: It, yep, yep. I'm I'm going to be a regular city worker now. That's so, tr- that's um, pretty
1: good. So now, whenever we vote, we can vote on whether you get to keep your job or not.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Awesome! Awesome! I'll
0: probably I'll probably end up running for mayor here pretty soon.
1: <laughs> hey Andrew, if there is one thing that that will prove uh, uh, that will prove uh, just absolutely one hundred percent vital to your campaign as mayor, it is this podcast.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: I mean, y- you can announce. You know, someone else was announcing something else uh, majorly, bigly tonight. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So you can announce right here on the WCHL podcast your candidacy for mayor.
0: I'm, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm not quite as big a loser, so I probably have a better chance, right?
1: <laughs> Let the record reflect. That was not said by Christopher Perry. That was said by somebody else, although I might agree with it entirely. So very good. Andrew, hey, let's, uh, you ready to talk some hockey? You realize, I mean, <laughs> you're going from, you, I mean, we're, we're still not being hockey guys. You know, no, no, hundred percent. I mean, you're not you're not going from school to a hockey gig. You're going from school yeah. to a, a city gig, and so yeah, yeah. No, I
0: yeah, I'm not a hockey guy. Never claimed to be a hockey
1: guy. Oh well, no. oh well. Uh, we had a hockey guy on a couple of uh, last week. It was pretty good. Curtis Johnson. He knows his stuff.
0: Does
1: he? Yeah, he does. He knows his stuff. He hey, he nailed some predictions too. That's pretty good. I like it. I mean, pr- not only predicted the team, he nailed the score. Really? Yeah, I mean, geez, we need to bring him to uh, the casino and rub his belly or something.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: man. All right, you ready to get into this, Andrew? Uh,
0: let's dig into it. Let's let's, see
1: what we got? Let's dig into it. Twenty twenty four, the national site. Oh, you know what have we said? Keen listeners to the podcast kind of know that where it might be. It's a maybe. It's a city with an arch or something. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah. I can say though that uh, that information will be coming shortly. Oh I, boy! I, we're still,
0: I, so we're still waiting.
1: We're still waiting. However, uh, as wearing my hat as ACHA communications fruitcake, I got the call to draft something pretty quickly. No oh, boy! So it's it it will be upon us soon. It will be oh, official, boy. and we can actually name the city.
0: So I, I haven't paid attention where are we headed twenty twenty three nationals. 20- <laughs>
1: on Andrew 2023 Andrew uh, we're, we're going for Andrew uh, you're just flustering me here we're going to Marlborough, Massachusetts oh Boston hell,
0: right. yes I totally totally brain farted on
1: that the one. New England Sports Center I've heard it's a dump
0: yes 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 totally it, totally brain farted on that one and
1: since I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago or maybe even last week I've heard from other people who have confirmed it's a dump
0: uh, you know what? I've heard the same thing.
1: Yeah. Well, but I
0: have, I have heard that there's, a, and it's strange to me Yes. Now that, we're, now that we're talking about it, that there is an exceptional seafood restaurant in the lobby of this thing.
1: No way. Oh, 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 oh. So, music to my
0: uh, ears. That's what I've heard. I don't know. I can't confirm nor deny.
1: I will confirm it when I'm there. Hey, if it's got a lobster roll, if it's got fried clams, this fat boy is there.
0: 24-7.
1: Man, can't. that's all. I've, go ahead.
0: can't believe I brain farted on that because I've been just bashing going all the way to Boston for how long now?
1: Well, yeah, you and everybody else in the ACHA is really tort, yeah. You know, they got their panties in an uh. uproar going to Frisco, Texas, and now you would think, okay, all you losers, whiners in the East, we're going to go to Boston for you. And then they're like, oh, 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 no, we can't go to Boston. We need to go yeah, somewhere yeah, central.
0: Yeah. Can't can't believe i brain farted on that one yeah that's wow one my, uh, that's been one of my sticks right there
1: i'm telling you man if that's the you know i've been dreaming about you know as a fat kid originally from boston i'm like yeah let's go back i'll get you know an authentic grinder i don't want a sub i want a grinder an italian yeah. grinder you know it's been toasted in the oven just awesome by some greek guy named giuseppe or something like that right <laughs> stefani and then um and then I was like, well, I can also go get some, uh, maybe I can go to Nahant or, uh, you know, somewhere up there in the North Shore and get some excellent fried clams. You know, fried, you know, just fried, crispy on the outside, but nice and kind of gooey on the inside. Oh. Yeah. And then the lobster roll. Oh, I can't get down to the Cape because it's, the Cape is too far away for a, a day drive, especially huh. with all the hockey going on. But man, I would go down there for a lobster roll and, and a heartbeat.
0: Well, here you go. I just pulled it up just for you. Yes, the New England Seafood Company. It's and a, here's their yeah. here's their description, and I'll read it just for you. Oh,
1: my mouth from is going to water.
0: Oh, from fresh lobster rolls picked from our live lobster tanks to our famous fish and chips. Ooh, made with fresh delivered. Haddock every weekend. Mm. New England Seafood Company gives our facility a unique dining experience for every event. Our clam chowder is some of the best in New England.
1: Ooh. There you go. Ooh. I'm not, a, well, I can go for some clam chowder, but, you uh, know, <sighs> hey, hey, come on, don't don't rag on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I prefer the fried clams myself. They, they you know, put them in a little <laughs> bucket or a box, just like French fries. Mm-mm-mm-mm.
0: Uh, I you can you can have the New England seafood company
1: all right all right
0: it's all it's all yours
1: well very very good all right well hey and uh, you know what Andrew I am so glad that you brought that up because I'm gonna include that information in the press release that's coming out <laughs> uh, lobster rolls um we, <laughs> you know fried clams or no what what did you say it was it was uh clam chowder clam and chowder? uh haddock fish and chips clam? haddock
0: Yep. Yep. Fish and chips, yeah. lobster rolls, everything.
1: Yeah. Hey, I mean, singing my song right there. Wow. I am ready to go now. Let's get us to March. I'm ready.
0: Oh, we can wait. <laughs> hey,
1: 2025 nationals, you know, so anyways, Hey, the, the end is in <laughs> sight for 2024. We, we, we're going to know officially the name or the city pretty quick in the host 2025. No clue. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't worry about that. Let's,
0: let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Here,
1: right? we, we don't want to we don't want to be too prepared. We're still it's yeah. still the ACHA, right?
0: Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, let's dial it back a little bit We here. still
1: got to bumble around a little bit. So anyways, hey, speaking of bumbling, um there was an announcement that came out earlier this week. The ACHA is going to send two teams to the World Cup of University Hockey, Andrew.
0: Oh, sounds like a great time.
1: Yeah, the the ACHA normally, uh, men's division one, normally sends a men's and a women's one, sends a women's team to go participate in the Winter World University Games. This year that's held in Lake Placid. And for whatever reason, the ACHA and USA Hockey are not participating this year you know what andrew i should have had that ready god dang see that's why you're a professional <laughs> and i'm not <laughs> yeah Jeez. had i done some pre-production i could have had that at the ready but dang <laughs> oh anyways so uh so the acha isn't going to the winter world university games even though they're held here in the usa and even though we've been doing it for like the past 20 years And as a uh, poor substitute for not going, the ACHA is going to send two teams to Carta, Romania in in April of 2023. The dates are officially uh, April 14th through the 19th. I think they're going to get there like the 12th or 13th and leave on the 20th.
0: Oh, just where I'd want to (laughs) go.
1: There's going to be two teams, a team made up of uh, USA players. Uh, american citizens and then there's going to be a team made up of canadian players canadian citizens again they're all from acha and it's probably going to be mostly men's division one uh 22 players 20 skaters two goaltenders there's going to be three coaches and an equipment manager and a shared doctor um i can tell you another uh, uh i guess in piece of inside baseball um the doctor it's probably more than likely going to be Rasty McGibbon from uh, from USA uh, from ACHA since he's always there. Yeah. Um, the coaches. It's my understanding that Gary Astalos, the head coach at Adrian, is going to be the head coach of the USA team, and that Mike Petruzma, the head coach at Calvin College, will be the head coach for the Canadian team.
0: Very interesting
1: yeah and then um there's some assistant gigs that might be open and without giving away the whole thing there's a wchl head coach that will be uh hopefully on staff for usa and there's a wchl head coach that will hopefully be on staff for canada awesome awesome yeah so that's uh, kind of wild. hey the, the there's going to be eight other or six other teams there so usa will play in a pool with hungary slovakia and sweden The ACHA team for representing Canada will play Romania, Poland, and the Czech Republic. They'll play pool play. The winners of pool play will then move on to, or the top two in pool play will move on to what the semifinals, and then those winners will move on to play for the final for the World Cup of University Hockey. Oh boy! What do you think, Andrew?
0: Oh, it just sounds like a great time.
1: Does Carta Romania? Does that really just tickle your uh, vacation wish list? Absolutely not. You know, I was telling somebody that any country that ends with an Ania, a Vakia, <laughs> or a Azakhstan or, you know, a count me out. Mm, yeah, just, no, you know, yeah, just count me out. Now, if they were going to Sweden, mm. I'm in. You know, if they were going to play in Scotland or England or France or Spain or yeah, know, Italy, count Italy, count me in. Yeah, count me in. But Romania.
0: Yeah, it's
1: yeah, I'm I'm out 100%. See you yeah, later. Yeah, there's uh, the only thing that I've seen that comes from Now, okay. Let's talk about Romanian. Um isn't uh, a world famous gymnast that now lives here in Oklahoma, isn't she from Romania? Isn't that Nadia Comăneci? She, she, she is. She is. That was 1976, Andrew. That was uh 40, 46 years ago.
0: She is she lives here in Well, she lives just around the corner from you, I believe.
1: Yeah, she does that. Well, you know, down down here in you know McMansion Village, um, yeah, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous, you know, champagne wishes and caviar dreams.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: We we get uh, we get together every now and then. We pull our jets together, and uh, you know, we we stare out at at one another from uh, our private luxury leather leather bound chairs, nice Corinthian uh, leather.
0: Yeah, you used, to, you used to be able to see her when you'd go to the uh, golf course in Norman, in the backyard.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm telling you what.
0: I would, I would always play three or four shots, three or four balls on that hole, just <laughs> to, to stick around a little longer. <laughs> just
1: to get an extra glimpse? hmm Yeah. Carta, Romania. I have no idea where Carta is. Um,
0: it is right in the center of Romania.
1: Really? Maybe Carța is Romanian for center.
0: I uh, it I am guessing so
1: yeah, because it is
0: literally right. I mean, bullseye in the middle of Romania.
1: Well, there you go. Mm-mm-mm. So that's that's kind of interesting. Now this will will happen after nationals and before our uh, trip to before the coaches' meetings down in Florida at the end of April, beginning of May. So this will actually work out pretty well. Um, the ACHA for years has um. Oh, what are the, I want to say this nicely. They've put together a European trip. Um, well, I, I see. I wanted to say a European boondoggle, but um, <laughs> instead I said European trip. And they it, it would, you know, it'd be a D two select team or a D three select team, and then they'd go over and play like men's league teams and, and just get. Just you know, it, it was more of a an excuse to you know go away to kill time on Christmas break or something. Yep. Um, but this is uh, you know I guess this is an acceptable substitute. I, I guess I don't know. Um, I'm not yeah. too thrilled about it, but I'm I'll be honest. I'm more so. Sur- I'm very surprised that the with the amount of positive reactions I've heard about it.
0: Well, maybe maybe it's maybe it'll be a good change, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Interesting, interesting. And hopefully it'll be an ACHA versus ACHA event yes, in the finals. That'd be great. Yeah, the World Cup of University Hockey. All the games are going to be streamed online, so I'm sure, who knows, Andrew, maybe we'll have to do the world, we'll have to change the podcast name to the World Cup of University Hockey podcast for that week.
0: Yeah, yeah just for that one week, right?
1: How, how many hours, you've got your computer going, how many hours ahead is Romania from where we are right now?
0: Oh, let's see here.
1: It's got to be like well, that's, 12 hours ahead.
0: I think, it's, yeah, I was going to say it's 12 or 18.
1: Because if we're, if they're playing, you know, seven o'clock games, let's say a seven o'clock puck drop, what will that get us here? Is that so, seven so in the morning? Right,
0: so right now it is 525 AM, Wednesday morning.
1: So they're only eight hours ahead of us. Yeah. So seven o'clock, that's not bad. A seven o'clock puck drop, Andrew's like 11.
0: Yeah, so it wouldn't be too bad.
1: Yeah, we'd have to play hooky from work to watch the games, but uh,
0: well, hey, I'm a city worker. There's none of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I understand how how you <laughs> hard, are
0: hard hard work over there. <laughs> You're
1: on the clock. They're gonna have they're gonna have so much so many GPS things all over you to find. Hey, you've been <laughs> you've been sedentary there for three hours. What's going on yeah. there? <laughs>
0: yeah, Jeez. they might be frightened, but they find what they GPS me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Anyways, I have a funny feeling, Andrew. Like I said, there's going to be uh, at least two WCHL coaches on the staffs, um, 22 players. My guess is there's going to be a fair amount of WCHL players that are going to get the opportunity that will be asked to participate.
0: Yeah, whether they take that or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is not a deal where uh, like the Winter World Games where everybody picks up the, the tab for the kids. The, these kids are going to have to pay a little bit of money. I think it's like 1500 bucks is what they're talking about. Yikes. And they're going to have to also pay their way to and from the jumping off spot on the East Coast. But once they get there, and I think the jumping off spot is going to be like New York or Boston, like LaGuardia, Kennedy, one of those things, probably LaGuardia. Um, but once they get to LaGuardia, everything is on the ACHA's dime, So, uh, I, which I guess means they're going to be... You know, ham and cheese sandwiches and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, refillable water bottles. <laughs> snack,
0: snack packs under the plane at nine, boys. <laughs> That's right. Capri
1: and orange slices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I got a funny feeling there's going to be a lot of guys. I mean Just off the top of my head, I know there are guys on Central Oklahoma, Arizona State, Nevada, Las Vegas, that will have the uh, opportunity to go and probably yeah. some other teams, Utah as well, I'm sure. So we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what the makeup is on the, on the team roster. Yeah, see how they do, right? Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. I, um, we're recording this on Tuesday night, which means that uh, the computer ranking that came out last week is going to be uh, absolutely worthless by the time most of you listen to this because a new computer ranking is coming out uh, tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern, 11 Central. What's that? Nine, uh, 10 Mountain Time, 9 Pacific. So, uh, but in the most recent computer ranking, Andrew, we had uh, Nevada, Las Vegas is still the number one team in the country uh, out of the Western League. Holding steady. Holding steady there. Yeah. So that's pretty good. And then uh, what do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the 10 teams are from our conference are in the top 25. Central Oklahoma is number five. Arizona State is number seven. Utah is number 10. Arizona is number 12. They made a huge jump all the way from 25 to 12
0: yeah that's that's massive right there.
1: Yeah, good for them. And then uh, let's see here. Uh, Colorado State is number 22. Grand Canyon is number 24. So those are the seven teams that are in the top 25. Colorado is in the ranked in the computer by at 29. Missouri State was 35 and Oklahoma is 49. And that's Ooh. out of 70 teams. so uh, not too shabby. <laughs> Not too shabby. Not too shabby. I mean, we've got, what, nine of our 10 teams are in the top half of the ACHA, and we've got one straggler that'll hopefully get up there pretty soon.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah, the nice thing is those were the rankings before this most recent weekend's games. So when Central Oklahoma and Arizona State played, they were 5-7, and seven, and they're, now they're probably going to be something different. When Utah and Missouri State played, they were 10-35, and 35, and now they're probably going to be something different arizona and colorado state played they were 12 and 22 and it's fair to say everything's going to change so
0: yeah yeah i would i would think i would think oklahoma missouri state would move up a little bit not much but but a hair
1: yeah perhaps perhaps we'll see we'll see well um but anyways the the key andrew the reason why i bring it up is chaos is still reigning supreme um as we talked about, Arizona jumped thirteen spots, all the way from twenty-five to number twelve. That's impressive, isn't it? Calvin College jumped five spots up to number eight. Indiana Tech jumped six spots up to number nine, and then we had some teams that dropped a bunch of. Jamestown dropped six spots to number eleven. You know, Grand Valley State jumped from twenty-three to fifteen, and uh, so it's 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 indicative of the early you know, uh, how early that we're, we went to the computer ranking. So we're going to get a lot of, uh, fluctuation, a lot of wide swings.
0: Yeah. It'll be, it'll be another couple of weeks before this thing settles out a little bit. Here.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's absolutely right. However, I think it's fair to say that, boy, just looking at it, uh, UNLV, uh, UCO, ASU, Utah, Arizona, they're, they're, I would think they're pretty solid in the top 20 or top 15. And then, um, and then you've got Colorado State and Grand Canyon that are just on the cusp of getting into the top 20.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to take care of business if you're those guys.
1: Yeah, so I think we're going to be, uh, in, in terms of teams at nationals, it's, I think we stand a better than, better than average chance of getting uh, five teams from the Western Collegiate Hockey League into the field of 20 at nationals. That's 25%
0: they'll be headed up there for uh lobster rolls and uh clam chowder here we go Uh,
1: man they better not get in the way of me and my fried clams that's for damn sure (laughs) oh Oh, god that's so good that makes me oh man andrew we might have to pause so i can go run real quick and find some uh throw something in the air fryer
0: long john silvers
1: you know long john silvers (laughs) <laughs> if only they had fried clams. Oh, yum 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 yum. Uh, I'd be really. I I was I in in another life, Andrew. I had the pleasure of going to Guyman, Oklahoma, which is in the panhandle of Oklahoma. Mm, for those who are you. geographically challenged, there
0: is nothing out there.
1: There's. It's called no man's land for a reason. And, uh, anyways, I went to a, uh, I went to a steakhouse up there called Eddie's, which was supposed to be excellent. And I happened to be there on seafood night and they offered me fried clams on seafood night in Guymon, Oklahoma. And I just thought to myself, here I am in the middle of absolutely nowhere, landlocked nowhere, and they're going to offer me my most favorite seafood of all time. How can I resist? And Andrew, I should have. I mean, I might have been eating a cow's hoof for all I know because it was just hard and grainy. You know, you always you always run the risk when you have a fried clam that you're going to get some sand in there, right? Because I mean, that's where you find clams—they're in sand, and if they're not cleaned very well, you're going to get some. Uh, you're going to get some sand in there too. I mean,
0: I mean, they could have been lamb fries. You know, uh, who, who knows? Like they they were and they sold them as clams. Oh. I think. Yeah,
1: I think they were just kind of. Whatever it was, they cut them up to look like uh strips and uh, fried them, and yeah, they were not uh anyways that 's my fried clam in in remote western Oklahoma story it, that was one time in one time only never mm. never go anywhere, never take someone up on seafood night. <laughs> In <laughs> Western Nowhere,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not going to end up well. For
1: oh, it did not end up well, Andrew. Hey, uh, let's uh, let's listen to a horn. Then we'll come back and we'll talk some game results and get some predictions from you. Sounds like a deal. Here we go. One, drop your glove two, catch jersey, three, over the head. And where I'm from, we call this the Inglewood Jack. what I say? Inglewood Jack. That's the way. Inglewood Jack. Yeah.
0: Inglewood Jack. Game face is on. It's our first day of senior hockey,
1: bud. Well, first impression's a lasting one, bro. You ready for this, bud? Uh, Forecheck, backcheck, paycheck, bro. Ding.
0: Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Um.
1: All righty, Chance rapper. let's do that hockey. Andrew. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. We had some games over the weekend. This was a WCHL weekend, if there ever was one.
0: Yes, there's a lots of games being played.
1: All 10 teams were in action, and we had two teams that did an old-school WCHL weekend because they played on Thursday night, Andrew. Gotta oh, it. warmed my heart. Grand Canyon f- was in uh, Oklahoma City to play Oklahoma on Friday, Saturday, but they said, you know what? We want to get more bang for our buck. Let's play UCO on Thursday night, and that they did. And you think they regret U- it? that
0: I would say they probably regret it now. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. Maybe Uc- each you get to play is not bad though.
1: Yeah, yeah. UCO won the game six to one, and uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't very close.
0: Yeah, I was going to say typical UCO, right? Just. Came out and jumped right on him and just poured it on all night. You know, two yeah. goals every every period and got them what six to one. The uh, what I thought was interesting is UCO had twenty three shots on goal and Grand Canyon only had thirteen. So, a real kind of low totals for uh, for a game like that, right?
1: Maybe that maybe the scorekeeper was taking the a little, uh, Thursday night off. Little
0: little stingy on the shots there. I'm going to say, yeah, maybe right? they
1: were doing two for one, right?
0: Yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, that's that's a little low, but it is what it is, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it was a two to one game, um, in the middle of the second period, and then the floodgates opened after UCO scores a shorthanded goal, and after that, it was just on, yeah. and um, they uh, it really got out of hand when uh, Grand Canyon took a uh, a head contact major. Uh, with like five minutes to go in the in the game, and that's when they UCO ended up scoring another two goals um, to really just take a four to one game and blow it out of the water, make it six to one. So, but it's hey, uh, a good start for the uh, for the weekend for for the Broncos, and I guess great start Grand Canyon. You know, got a taste of uh, playing one of the big boys.
0: Yeah, and what I like from UCO is six different goal scores. And and really, um I'm just looking at it here real quick. Ninety one, uh Zach Guerrera, he's the only one that had a multi-assist game. Yeah. So lots of different guys got on the score sheet. So
1: No, on- no, no, the family the family Guerra is gonna be upset that you mispronounced their name. Uh um, oh, I, I understood it because um, that was probably one of my clients um that whose last name <laughs> you 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 just rattled off there. But uh yeah. Ninety one Zach Guerra.
0: There you go. Yeah, he was the only one with a multi-point game. So, you know, lots of different guys getting on the score sheet for UCO on yeah, Thursday night.
1: Yeah, very nice. So, good stuff over there. The um, And then, so the next night, Grand Canyon uh, takes on, you know, this was the first weekend. Ever, remember, folks, that Oklahoma and Central Oklahoma now share a rink. And this, I think, Andrew, was the first weekend in which both Oklahoma and central Oklahoma were at home at the same time. So Oklahoma had to play before UCO and the games against grand Canyon went off at four in the afternoon.
0: Yeah. Great for uh, great for the uh, gate, right? Getting, getting butts in the seats, right?
1: You know, it surprisingly, they had a pretty good crowd both days. Nice. So yeah, I was, I was impressed. Grand Canyon, uh, played Oklahoma early on Friday and Saturday. They didn't have to move their gear or anything, which was kind of nice. They got to leave all their junk there. But uh, Oak- Grand Canyon ends up winning both games, but they're uh, squeakers in both games. A 4-3 to three win on Friday in overtime, and then a 4-3 to three shootout victory um, on Saturday. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, the games will go in officially as ties for the computer. But uh, in terms of points, Grand Canyon walks away with four of six points, and Oklahoma gets two. About, first about, points of the of the year in fact too
0: first points of that and and how close were these games i mean 35 shots all on friday yeah um and then 41 39 in favor of gcu on saturday
1: friday i, I mean, think friday i think you can kind of classify it as a disappointment for oklahoma because they had a uh, a big 3 to 1 lead and then they uh they just kind of let it get away you know gcu yeah you know scored a shorty in the second and then they scored another in the third and geez it was like you know well, almost heck i was watching the game and i already already drawn up my little shootout um little template because you know i wasn't wasn't convinced that it, the scorekeeper was going to have the shootout sheet but <laughs> yeah. i found out the next day that she sure as heck did but uh you know grand canyon scores the game winner with 32 seconds to go in the in overtime
0: well and how about I mean we've talked about Grand Canyon, right? They're one of those teams that they just work hard and they just grind at you, yep, right? So yep. scoring scoring one a period, that's kind of kind of fits right in line with their motto, right? Just keep grinding and working and it paid
1: off for them, right? It did indeed. It did indeed. And then the next night next night was a back and forth affair. And um, you know, it uh it was one of those deals where I think everybody wanted to uh I don't. Well, I, I don't want to speak for the guys on the bench or on the ice, but I think speaking for the uh, crowd of folks that were around the corner of the glass where I was, uh, people were just praying for anybody, somebody to just score and put us out of our misery. <laughs>
0: just, just do something.
1: Right? Do not let it go to overtime. Oh, shit, it's going overtime. Oh, did I just say that? Oh, and, <laughs> oh don't let it go to overtime. And then it was, um, oh, please don't let it go to a shootout. And then, sure enough, it goes to a shootout.
0: Yeah, and not only did it go to a shootout, but it went to the fifth guy of the oh, shootout. Oh.
1: I mean, talk, talk about drawing okay. out the pain.
0: Oh, how about that?
1: Death by a I thousand mean. cuts. There.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's hundred paper cuts. <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless.
1: <laughs> yeah, the uh, you, you would think that you know Grand Canyon has has a, a top line, 33-44. Uh, I forget who the other guy is on that line. I probably should know that. Um. Let's see. Here, if we got it there, uh, yeah, thirty-three, forty-four, and eighteen. There we go. And um, the uh, none of those guys scored in the shootout. Yeah. And <laughs> it Turns out it was a defenseman that had to score in the shootout, uh, well, Mister Rudick.
0: I mean, you even look. Oh, you kind of threw out their horses too, and and none of their none of their guys could score. So I mean, it was it was meant to be, right?
1: It was. It was. So, but it was good and it was, hey, it was good to be at the rink and it was good to catch up with Danny Roy and he's got a good team. They've got a good team. They just, they got, they gave, you know, that Saturday game, they gave some gifts away. There was a, there was a, a, a a time when uh, the, well, Oklahoma's second goal was scored when uh, the Grand Canyon goaltender basically was playing the puck and not kind of being aware as who's around and an Oklahoma kid just came, snuck up right behind him and uh, stole the puck from him, put it in the net. Yep, and uh, th- there was another odd, weird bounce, also that uh, happened for the 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 third goal um, uh, that Oklahoma got. So it's like you know, Grand Canyon was giving away. They th- must have thought it was still Halloween there. They were still giving away candy. Yeah, um, and it came back to get them. So uh, oh well, uh, but they 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 won. They prevailed in uh, Grand Canyon did, and like I said, Oklahoma. You know, good for them. They uh, they played well. And uh, they earned their first, first points of the season. So uh, now they just gotta hopefully capitalize on that and turn it into a win somewhere.
0: Yep, gotta you gotta find one, right?
1: gotta find one. Hey, in the nightcaps of those games, Arizona State coming in uh, uh, as number seven, took on UCO and just a big battle of the heavyweights there. Uh, Friday night was a heavyweight battle. Uh, UCO ends up winning at four to two, but that's not the story of the game. ASU had them on the ropes. It was two to nothing, and then UCO scores four um, um, four goals. What do you call that when they score and there's no response? It's four unanswered. There you go. Four goals unanswered. Look at you. That's the teacher in you, Andrew. That's right. Sure. Pull, pulling <laughs> <Yeah>. that out. <laughs> yeah. So, and then a the next night was just uh, an absolute whitewashing. UCO. You know, took care of business six to one. Just yeah, yeah. it was workmanlike. They just went to town,
0: and they were you know even the four two. I mean, it was still. I mean, I was thinking it was going to be like a one goal, maybe an overtime type situation, right? The, uh, but, like you said, six one on or on Saturday, like that's that's typical UCO. You know, coming coming right back. Yeah. The uh, but you know what I the thing that sticks out to me in these games is Thursday they gave up 13 shots on goal. Yeah. Friday they gave up 16 shots on goal. And on Saturday they only gave up 20 shots on goal.
1: Wow, look at you.
0: So that kind of sticks out, right? So that could be something to keep an eye on. Moving forward, because they're going to win a lot of hockey games doing that, you know?
1: Well, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Well, they're they're finding their way, right? Central Oklahoma is finding their way. And you would expect that with Coach Rivera. He's, he's, he's national champion himself as a player. He's had his team in the national championship game last year. Knows what it takes to get there. And, um, you know, he understands it's a grind. So it's uh, uh you know you're not gonna win it in November, but you're gonna lay the foundation for winning it. You're gonna, here in yeah, November you're
0: Building the building the foundation right as we speak, right
1: Yeah, yeah, and I was a little you know unfortunately, I think that Friday that were that that the way the series went it was a little bit of how Arizona state has gone they've they've lost now six in a row, uh, two to UNLV, two to Arizona, and now two to uCO and the first games of each series has been very, very close. And then the second game has not.
0: Yeah, and they just got blown out in the second game.
1: Yeah, so I wonder if you know those those guys. They need a little confidence boost. They need a little yeah, need. shot they or need, something. They
0: need, they need to go in and beat up on somebody. That's for that's for certain. Well, they
1: might get their chance this weekend. You never know. So, hey, uh, the number one team in uh, the nation, UNLV, went all the way to Boulder, America, to take on the Buffs and talk about a beating. They uh, laid one yeah. on them on Friday, 7-3. to The Rebels took care of uh, Colorado, and then the next day was a real surprise. It was the opposite of what we just talked about with ASU. It was only a 3-1 to game. Uh, yeah. Again, UNLV comes out on top, but, um, boy, you would have expected a, a bigger margin of victory there on, on Saturday.
0: Well, and, I, and, and, you know, memory if memory serves me, this has kind of been a little bit of a sticking point for UNLV This season where they've had a big win and then a close win in a few of these things. If I, if memory serves right. So, yeah, but Friday night. Yeah. I mean, 47 shots, three of seven on the power play. So they were, they were humming.
1: They were, they were just dominated. And then I guess, you know, the Saturday game um you know the the well the friday game was a eight o'clock start it was like 7 30 but it got delayed there was a game before it and but the the saturday game was like one or two in the afternoon so maybe that could have also uh, had some had some factor into it into you know why it was such a low scoring affair because both teams were um you know coming back so quickly after playing the yeah. night before
0: yeah, well, and Colorado's not a slouch either, right? So you know we we, we talk about them a lot too, and yep. you know they're not gonna they're not gonna go out and necessarily beat a UNLV or anything like that. They might sneak up and steal the game from you, but they're gonna make you earn everything that you that you take from them. So you know they made UNLV earn it on Saturday, and they had to work for it, right?
1: They did, they did. Now one of the things that stood out to me um, from watching the games was just the size difference and the physicality. Yeah. Yeah. UNLV's got bigger players, better players, and there was a lot of buffs that were hurt. You know, stoppages in play because they were hurt. You know, guys getting hauled off the ice because they're hurt, and I think that's um, you know, it's just the way it is. I mean, UNLV's got a lot of big, older, um. And more seasoned players, and Colorado's got some younger, maybe not yeah, as nah. seasoned players.
0: And, that, and that's huge, right?
1: Yeah. Well, that's you know why UNLV is the number one team in the nation, or one of the top five teams in the nation, and that's why you know Colorado's, you know, just in within the top thirty, I think. You know, they're yeah, just they're good. Along. Yeah, they're yeah, good, they're, but you know, good. They, they need some. They need some. They need some heft on them.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to you're going to have to earn it when you play them, but yeah, they're they're definitely not going to go out and just win games outright. Against against top got against let me say that. Against top talent like UNLV has, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz Colorado Colorado gave Oklahoma a run for their money. Yeah, they did. Uh, beat them down here and then uh Uh, They gave, uh, I know they gave UCO a hard time, at least for a game. So, and they took care of Missouri State when Missouri State went up there. So, Colorado is definitely capable of winning. And I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying the size differential was obvious. Yeah. And it was obvious in terms of, you know, guys getting hurt. And, anyways. Uh, UNLV took care of business in Boulder, and man, they got out of town. They were back in Vegas, and they've got they've got some exciting games coming up this weekend. We'll talk about that here in a second. Arizona went up to my favorite place in all the world, Fort Collins, Colorado, to take on the Rams at the Adora Pool and Ice Center, otherwise known as EPIC. And uh, Arizona won both of those games, 5-1 to one and 3-1. to one.
0: Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did yeah another uh another set of close games you know 40 shots all for f- friday night with these two teams
1: hey it was a one-to-one game in the uh in the going middle of the third period and uh, on friday and arizona just then just rips off four goals to t- take a one-to-one game and blow it wide open and
0: you know what it's you know unfortunately for colorado state it's it's good to see arizona do something like that right you know we've we've talked a lot about how they need to find some offense and score some goals and, and by golly, they did it Friday night, right?
1: They sure did. Noah Vance had a couple of goals. So, um, and I know that uh, a newcomer to the team uh, recently, Eddie Slack, uh, number 17, my favorite number of all time. Thank you. (laughs) He, he, he played very well, had got himself a goal um, there on the night. So yeah, they just kind of, it was a tight back and forth game for uh, like, what, 45 minutes? And then all of a sudden, I mean, holy smokes.
0: Just boom, wide open. Here we go.
1: Yeah. And then they came back and they just, they did what we, what you had described with Grand, what Grand Canyon did. They were just workmanlike uh, the next game, a goal, a period, took care of business, yep. and, uh, you know, just was very workmanlike, very deliberate in terms of uh, taking care of CSU on Saturday night by a score of 3 to 1.
0: Yeah, you know, they scored scored a goal on the power play, so something they didn't do Friday night. So took advantage there and, yeah, put them over the top.
1: So a successful road trip. And then, um, so there you go. Arizona gets, uh, you know, they're geez, they're on a roll now. That's four in a row that they've won. So uh, good for them. And CSU is kind of reeling because they were coming off of uh, losing two at, at Central Oklahoma, and now they lost two at home. CSU's got themselves a good team, a very yes. good team. And um, you know they had all, prior to that weekend against Arizona, they had only lost four games, but all four games were to Central Oklahoma. So there's nothing that's nothing to be ashamed about.
0: Yeah, nothing, nothing at all. And, and losing, yeah, losing two to U of A. I mean, hey, that's nothing hanging your head Ex- there. Exactly. All, right?
1: That's what I was going to say. Is now you've lost six games, but come on, four to UCO and two to U of A. I mean, that's number five and number twelve right there. That's not too shabby. That's not bad yeah, at all. Yeah,
0: nothing to nothing to slouch about for sure.
1: Now, here's the one, Andrew, that really surprised me, and uh, Utah 100%. at Missouri State. What do we always say about Missouri State?
0: They they play well at home, and they're 50-50 on the road.
1: Utah goes into Spring Vegas and took care of business. They beat Missouri State 3 to nothing on oh. Friday night, and they held on for dear life and uh, won, again, 4-3 to three to complete the sweep. Andrew, what a weird couple of games this was. Utah scored all three of their goals on Friday night within the span of like two and a half minutes. If that
0: was I was was totally shocked when I, when I woke up and I saw the score from this on Friday or on Saturday morning, I was like, wow, you know, I, Missouri state takes care of business at home, but (laughs) man got them.
1: You give credit to Utah. They get on, went on the road and they got the job done. They, uh, I I was just, I'm watching the game on Friday and Utah gets the first goal and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, then the next thing you know, Utah gets the next goal and I'm thinking, okay, well, Missouri state's not used to being in this situation. They're kind of rattled. They got, they're down to, they're going to, you know, regroup and let's go. And before I could even think that, boom, they're down three (laughs) and then that's when they decided that they wanted to, uh, uh, you know, get things together. And they mounted a great little effort. Um, they put a ton of shots onto uh, Landon Anderson, the Utah goaltender. But they just could not, you know, break the goose egg. And Utah, those three goals from the first period, again, it was just a flurry. Maybe it was two minutes at the most, two and a half minutes at the most. Uh, but that two and a half minute flurry in uh, out of 60 minutes was what won the game for them
0: yep crazy isn't
1: it incredible well hey, that's why they play the game and then the next <laughs> night the next night andrew it was just like here we go they are kicking butt and taking names it was uh three to one in the third period actually it was three to nothing in the second period i'm sorry and you're thinking oh here we go again utah is just yeah. going to cruise and Missouri State gets a very very late goal with 11 seconds left in the uh, power play on the second in the second period to make a to make it three to one, and Utah scores early in the third to make it four to one, and you're like, okay, so they're going to keep that three goal, you know, uh, yeah. uh, and then, lead, uh, and then oh then, my gosh, watch out! Hang
0: on a second, yeah, hang on a second
1: here. Yeah, they took a they took a major Utah took a major penalty and. Um, Missouri State scored on it, and then they uh, scored late on another power play goal, and they turned a 4-1 kind of a yawner of a game, if you will, especially after the night before. They turned that into a 4-3 squeaker, and Utah had to hold on for dear life.
0: But hey, you know, Missouri State, three, like you said, three goals, all three on the power play. Two of the four for Utah on the power play, so that makes me happy.
1: You you, you don't like special teams.
0: Yeah, it's where you it's where you win and lose games right here. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> well, that it's sounds like you, a hockey guy t- t- kind of thing. Uh, you must have read that I, somewhere.
0: Yeah, I read it in a book one time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Utah, Utah, that that was impressive because it's tough to go into the Jordan Valley Ice Park and uh win games and gonna, um they did it. So
0: I was going to look and see if they had the attendance no oh. attendance, because they, uh, they pack that place out.
1: They do, they do.
0: They pack that place out, so it is a tough place to go play some hockey games, that's for sure. Yep,
1: yeah. yep. Yeah. So so there you go. Hey, I think, uh, Andrew, you can take away from the weekend this, that the western side of the conference, the Arizona teams, the Utah and the Nevada-Las Vegas teams, that w- side of the conference is just monstrous. It's a gauntlet. Yes. They beat up on one another because they, if you noticed, all those all the teams from the western side came to the eastern side to play, and all f- four of the five teams uh, held uh, one on the road. Yep. Right. Green Canyon one, UNLV one, Arizona one, Utah one. Only uh, Central Oklahoma was the only team to hold uh, serve on their side by sweeping Arizona State. So I just think that's. Um, Yeah, that's just i don't know i'm reading it i'm maybe i'm reading more into that than i than i want to but that just to me seems kind of monstrous that yeah
0: and i was gonna say the west is the west is king right now the uh uco is the only hope on this side for us right
1: yeah maybe a little bit of colorado state but boy the uh the the wchl standings don't show that central oklahoma's number one in the conference right now with 24 points They've won all eight of their conference games. Utah is number two with 20 points. They've won what half of their uh, half of their conference games. they've played 12. Yep. Uh, UNLV is right on their heels. They've got 18 points. they've won all of their games but they've only played six. So um, so they're, they're you know percentage wise they're right there with UCO, but uh, they've played two less games. So I you know it's shaping up to be a, a race between UCO and UNLV.
0: Yeah, those are the two horses.
1: Number four is uh, Missouri State with 13 points. Then we have Arizona State and Colorado tied for fifth place with 12 points. Grand Canyon with the uh, two overtime or ties, if you will, the overtime and shootout wins. Uh, They get uh, four points added to their tally, so now they're in seventh place in the conference. Arizona is in eighth place. Those two wins are... uh, uh, That'll that'll bump them up to nine points. Colorado State is in ninth place with five points. In Oklahoma, gets their two overtime uh, or overtime losses, shootout loss. That uh, gets you a point each. So now they have two points. So they're on the board.
0: On the board, finally. Yeah,
1: yeah. So there we go. Yeah, I think it's going to boil. It's looking like it's going to be a UCO um, Nevada Las Vegas type of a. Uh,
0: Oh, 100 Type of a race. race. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it, going to be a dog fight, I think.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be tough. You know, UCOs, um, you know, they're on the, the, I'm not going to say weaker side, but probably the, you know, let's say the weaker side of the conference right now, the east side, with Oklahoma, Colorado, Missouri State, Colorado State kind of, not saying struggling, but not being as powerful as Utah, Arizona State, Arizona, Grand Canyon, Vegas. So uh, Central Oklahoma is still going to have to run in, uh, you know, they're going to have to go win those games, and UNLV is going to have to win their games. But I, I would say, I would say UNLV's probably got the tougher challenge ahead.
0: Oh, I would, I would agree with that. Yep.
1: You know, the only difference is the um, when, when we have the crossover games again, Central Oklahoma goes to Utah, and UNLV will host Oklahoma. So Central Oklahoma will have the tougher, in theory, at least according to the computer rankings. Central Oklahoma will have the tougher matchup uh, on the next crossover weekend uh, that's going to come up in the spring. So anyways. Good Good stuff. Hey, great stuff. And what that means is we've got a heck of a conference. And um, kudos to uh, whoever it is that's... uh, Running it. Actually, uh, kudos <laughs> yeah. to the 10 teams that are in it and putting putting together the fat guy that's running it doesn't have a dang thing to do with how successful <laughs> it is. So,
0: Just along for the pony ride, right? That's right.
1: right. <laughs> he, he, he might be the pony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andrew, we got WCHL games coming up this weekend. Uh, Oklahoma and Colorado State are off. They were supposed to play this weekend, but they adjusted the schedule so that Oklahoma guys could attend the Bedlam football game.
0: Oh, boy. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. I don't, yeah. I don't we, know if that was a good move or not, but
0: are we, are we football fans or hockey team? Well,
1: Hey, you know, I, I, I didn't want to ask that question, but, uh, you, hey. you, you, make a good point.
0: We can ask those questions now, right?
1: <laughs> One of us can.
0: <laughs>
1: One of us can. Hey, anyways, Oklahoma, when they're not at the football game, they'll be, I'm sure they'll be studying somewhere in Colorado <laughs> States, probably, uh, they're on the oval, uh, sitting under a tree, on a nice, uh, brisk, sunny day, uh, reading all about uh, history. Chicken and, care. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, you're going to get us into trouble. You're going to get me into trouble. <laughs> That's <all> right. <laughs> Chicken Wouldn't care. Wouldn't be the
0: first time. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I got you in trouble.
1: Hey, Wednesday night, NCAA Alaska Anchorage, fresh off a uh, uh, two losses to uh, NCAA Arizona State. They're going to travel up the road to Nevada, Las Vegas. To take on the number one team in all of the ACHA, UNLV. These two teams met earlier in the season uh, up in Anchorage. UNLV lost, uh, I think it was what, seven to nothing, and then what, two to one?
0: Yeah, I was going to say they made it a close one on one of them.
1: Yeah. What do you think is going to happen Wednesday night when NCAA Alaska Anchorage plays UNLV?
0: Uh, Nothing against UNLV, but I think um, Anchorage is going to get them.
1: All right. Well, that would kind of make sense. Um, I got a feeling Anchorage is probably a little bit bitter from uh, losing to, to to Arizona State at the brand new Mullet Arena. How would you? But if you could name a, an arena after you, Andrew, what would you call it? Mullet. Yeah. I'd, uh, I know it. Yeah. I know. I know what you would call it. You ready? Uh, <laughs> What's that? Uh, it would be the uh <laughs> Arena. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: uh, I've got a couple of names, but I don't think it's uh, podcast friendly. So wait a
1: second, I I was the one who who let a who let a little bomb go there, there earlier. Yeah, so.
0: yeah.
1: Mm. yeah. All right, all but you've got a couple a of names, huh?
0: yeah a couple come to mind
1: (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to call it the perry palace (laughs) no
0: no we'll we'll pass on that
1: one (laughs) all right poop um on friday night men's division two metro state out of denver is going to go up to boulder and play the buffs at the cu boulder rec center these two teams met earlier in the season and colorado won both the games what's going to happen here friday night uh, Friday night, see you baby. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be, that one's see is going to take out some frustration on Metro state.
0: I think so. Yep.
1: All right, here we go. The big games Friday and Saturday Liberty at UNLV Liberty comes in as Andrew, hold on, hold on. I'm going to oh. do some quick research here. Number four. I'm going to do hold on. Hey, Andrew. Gosh. Andrew Liberty is number four in the nation. I just See, I pulled up the rankings right here.
0: See, I got it right here in front of me. Well, Johnny, I, Johnny on the spot. You're
1: Andrew on the spot. Liberty number four at number one UNLV. Now those rankings will change tomorrow, but it still does not diminish. These are top five teams talking to one another.
0: This is good stuff. They had good games last year, right? They
1: sure did. They sure did. What do you think is going to happen? Liberty yeah. at UNLV. And I'll tell you, Andrew, before you get going, remember Wednesday night, Alaska Anchorage is playing UNLV. Yes. Thursday, Alaska Anchorage is playing Liberty in Las Vegas. So Liberty is then playing UNLV Friday, Saturday.
0: Oh, that's a lot of games, isn't it?
1: Well, that's four games, but UNLV is playing games one, three, and four. Whereas uh, Liberty is playing games two, three, and four.
0: That's a lot of games. I think with all of that good information, I'm going to call it split on this weekend here.
1: Split. All right. Liberty and UNLV a split. Yeah, when UNLV went to Liberty last year, they had a split there. I think they played like a midnight game, too.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, one of them was a midnight game, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, very good. All right, so uh, there you go. That should be a heck of a series. I'm looking forward to watching those games. That'll be good, yeah. Arizona State moseys up the road to go the uh, to the Salt Lake City Sports Complex to take on the Skating Utes, fresh off their beating of Missouri. Arizona state looking for a little redemption. They want to get off that six game, uh, losing streak. They have, what do you think is going to happen here? ASU yeah, at I was, Utah.
0: I was, I was torn on this one. The, uh, but I, I'm going to go ahead and call it a split.
1: Really? Wow. Okay. I,
0: I was torn. I was, I was leaning towards a Utah sweep. And then I was thinking like, not nah, ASU has been on the, on the slide here. They're going to get. They're going to get the ship righted up here a little bit, and yeah. so I went. With, I went with a split. I talked myself into it. All
1: right, all right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, Missouri State's going to travel down I forty four. They're going to come down to the Bronco Barn to take on number five at Central Oklahoma. Missouri State reeling, looking for a win. Mm. And, and remember what we said: Missouri State plays well at home, not so much on the road. The, uh, I
0: think that they're still going to be looking for
1: those wins after this weekend. Woo, a UCO sweep is what you're calling for. Yes. Now, Andrew, i got to remind you before, you, before you lock that in, before you say it's final, remember, we only have 11 listeners, and they're almost all from Springfield. <laughs>
0: all from Springfield, I know. So you're going to make them angry, <laughs> and
1: you're not going to be welcome in Springfield. That's so right. So do you That's want to right. reconsider
0: nope i'm not going to reconsider and i'll even give them my email address so they can uh, file complaints if they need me. <laughs>
1: yeah okay yeah let's hear it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah what is it what is it c perry at yeah something like
1: that yeah. <laughs> i knew it see i knew that's where that was going <laughs> i'm no dummy uh... <laughs> all right hey the last uh, uh the last series will be a fun one grand canyon goes to play arizona down at the tucson arena um And Grand Canyon is uh, the bugaboo there for U of A. Yes, they are. Uh, So it's kind of wild. ASU is Grand Canyon's bugaboo, and uh, Grand Canyon is U of A's bugaboo.
0: I am am calling a split on the weekend here. Wow, you're
1: just basically saying splits all around, except for in Edmond at UCO, huh?
0: We have some. I think we have some good hockey games coming up this weekend here. We'll that's, see.
1: That's the truth. These will be the last hockey games before the Thanksgiving break. So, okay, let's see here. You're calling for Alaska Anchorage to beat UNLV on Wednesday, calling for Colorado to take care of Division II Metro State on Friday, and then you're saying Liberty and UNLV will split over the weekend. Arizona State and Utah will split on the weekend. Grand Canyon and Arizona will split on the weekend. And you're saying UCO will sweep Missouri State and extend their misery another weekend. Did I have that right? I think you did. All righty, Andrew. Well, here, let's, uh, let's play another uh, short little quick blast, and then we'll get to the fun part of the podcast. We've babbled long <laughs> enough, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: All
1: right, hold on.
0: None of these donkeys even dip, bro. These
1: chumps even chew, bro.
0: Like, none of these dunces ever had a dinger. These
1: losers never had a lipper, bro.
0: Like, chill out, have a chop. Peace out, have a pull. Have a hogger. Have a dinger. Have a hammer. Say hello to Sergeant
1: Spinner, boy. Spinner. Well, he was more than just a coach. Uh,
0: He was really a teacher. Work
1: that pump. That's the way I like it. What the hell with... You gonna let him stand in here like a... (laughs) Hold it. Just because you look like the Gimp don't mean you play like the Gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the gourmet shot. Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go.
0: Uh, But, hey, as they say in hockey,
1: let's do that hockey. Andrew, what would you do if your coach was Jules Winfield?
0: Oh, it'd be Fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. He he would be entertaining. He would be worth the price of admission alone. Who in the WCHL, Andrew, do you think is the closest coach to Jules Winfield? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: That's a good question. I'd have to think about that one
1: for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking there might be a coach at uh, UCO that would be close to that. I'm yeah. um, thinking there yeah. might be a coach at UNLV that might be close to that. I'm... Uh, You know, maybe not in game, but during practice, there might be a coach uh, in Tucson that might be close to that.
0: I was was going, I was going Tucson before everybody else.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, but you know what, uh, coach, coach Berman, he's a cool, calm cucumber, uh, in game. It's, uh, unless something just gets really, you know, out of proportion and then he'll, then he'll let his feelings be had. But I'm sure in practice, he's, uh, he, he, he doesn't hold back.
0: Yeah, as Marvel can get rolled around a little bit every now and then. <laughs> oh,
1: he's going to hate me saying that, but maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways. Um, all right, Andrew. Hey, this is the time, time of the podcast where we talk about uh, books, movies, TV shows, music, food, anything else, anything and everything. It's oh, the wide open. What do you got for us?
0: Oh, boy. Well, I did watch a great little TV show on Netflix the other day with my wife. Uh-oh. It's a, I believe it's a new one that just came out called it- The Good Nurse.
1: The good nurse,
0: the good nurse,
1: Andrew, this sounds like a movie that I might have seen, uh, late at night on one of those, um, (laughs) uh, questionable, um, you know, uh, movie houses where you've got to pay by the minute, (laughs) the good nurse,
0: the good nurse.
1: Yeah, Yeah. no, this, 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 this is tell me, tell us more. It's not a porn movie.
0: It is not. It is not. He, uh, based on a true story about a nurse that was killing patients and the good nurse figured it out and figured out what the person was doing and worked with the authorities and solved the case and, uh, put the guy behind bars.
1: Wow. Now, did you watch this because your wife is a good nurse? Is that why, is that why this kind of landed on your radar screen?
0: Yeah, she's the one that pulled it up. Said, "Hey, you know this is this just came out. This was a good one. Let's watch it." And and she didn't. She was not lying. That's
1: for sure. Did she see herself as uh, in in a lot of the characters on the show?
0: Ugh! Don't don't get her started there.
1: I mean, <laughs> is, is she the one who's doing all the killing, or is she the crime-solving <laughs> yeah. nurse?
0: Oh, she'd be the crime solver for sure. Really? Yeah, goody two shoes there.
1: <laughs> goody two shoes yeah. wait a second you married this lovely woman and here you are calling her goody two shoes what's going on uh, you
0: know uh, the uh she's not as uh adventurous as i am let's just say that
1: <laughs> oh my gosh wow that, that, that sounds like that does sound like a porno movie Jeez, um, <laughs> yeah. yikes andrew this is a family podcast here let's watch out what we're talking yeah. about.
0: all
1: right so the good nurse and you say that's on netflix
0: it is on netflix yep i'll
1: have to check that one out
0: yeah, not uh, half
1: bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a, a show that's on, I don't know if it's on Netflix. No, it's not on Netflix. What's it on? It's on Prime, I'm interested in. It's called The English with Emily Blunt.
0: I had not seen that
1: one yet. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that one out. It's about a uh, English lady whose son gets killed in the American West and she comes to the West to exact some measure of revenge and finds out that life in the American West is a little bit rougher and tougher than she was expecting and she kind of teams up with a... Pawnee scout who uh, I guess has his own issues. And so the two of them make for this awkward, uh, you know, duo that's, you know, traipsing around the American West looking for the guy that killed this lady's uh, son. And, you know, I mean, you know how the story is going to end, right? I mean, they're going to, I haven't watched it yet, but I know that they're going to find the guy who killed the lady's son. They're going to kill him. And then these two are going to fall in love. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't watched yeah. it yet. It's like six episodes, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm interested in watching it.
0: Now, there is a good one and I believe it's on prime. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's called Belfast.
1: Bell, is this another good nurse type thing? Is this like a hospital type deal?
0: No, no, no! I haven't watched it yet. I've got it saved on my on my storyline there, so I can watch it. It's um about a young kid coming up in Belfast.
1: <laughs> hence the name. It, hence the name.
0: You know, I want to say, and I haven't watched. I've only watched the trailer. Um, it was in like the '60s and the, maybe the '70s, but I think maybe the '60s. Yeah. Um, coming up in Belfast and getting away from what the IRA and all that and. There's there's some music involved in it and all that kind of stuff and it looks pretty interesting. I'll, I'll watch it before we do the next podcast.
1: All right, all right. I'm I'm grateful, Andrew, that this kid that or the 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 protagonist in the show Belfast grew up in Belfast and not like Secaucus <laughs> or right, right. you know, yeah, East Lansing. Yeah. yeah the, what a the trailer, what a downer that would be.
0: The the trailer looks like it's absolute fire. So we'll we'll see. It looks good.
1: All right. All right. Andrew, you know what I did the other day?
0: <laughs> What's that?
1: I made a huge mistake.
0: <laughs>
1: I ha- I climbed up on my roof.
0: Oh, what were you thinking about that?
1: Uh, well, I was not thinking. Apparently, oh, um, Christmas lights up. No, 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 no. That would have been like on you know just the edges of my roof. But I had to. There was a there was a branch. I had I have a nice big beautiful oak tree in my backyard. And it was growing a, uh, a branch that was a little too close to the house, and it was getting, you know, uh, uh, getting close with, um, you know, hitting the, hitting the roof. And so uh, I wanted to get up there and cut the branch down, um, or at least trim it back a little bit before, you know, fall fully arrived and all of the leaves fell. And it would go from just brushing the house to actually scratching the house, right? So uh, Dingaling, the fat commissioner, um, crawls up a ladder (laughs) with his pole saw, right, (laughs) and uh, with his electric battery pole saw, I might add, (laughs) and uh, what do you think happened? Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure the tree probably won. I know, no, 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 come on! I mean, the end of the story. We'll we'll cut to the chase here, right? The 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 limb is down, or the the limbs are down, and you know, four <laughs> or five barrels later of yard waste. I mean, I took care of it. So Chris won. However, Chris did not. Yeah. Chris Chris did not uh, leave the battle unscathed.
0: <laughs>
1: I get up there. I, what I are get,
0: you getting the cast off your arm?
1: <laughs> I get up there. To, uh, to take the, uh, the, the limb down, and wouldn't you know it, the battery dies. <laughs> now, I've got extra batteries, right? Because, you know, that's the kind of guy I am. Um, but they're inside the house. Uh, so here I am up on the roof, and I have to uh, seek assistance uh, from, uh, uh, I have, my mother-in-law lives with us um, <laughs> temporarily every now and then. Um, and, uh, she was kind enough to go get me a battery and bring it to me. So I was able to, you know, I, it was a, it was a short five minute delay in the inevitable for this, you know, huge tree branch that was causing my life, all sorts of issues.
0: You, you know what keeps
1: your batteries from dying when you're on the roof? <laughs> having them fully charged before I get up there? No gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey, yeah okay all right that's, that's fair, fair point i'm not gonna argue that um so uh so anyways uh I, I accomplished my goal um we get the battery put in there and i just go to town with the pole saw. the 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 thing is just um you know it's the the tree is fi- is finally trimmed And I feel safe now for at least another season that I, you know, don't need to call the arborist to come take this thing down. So here I am, I'm getting ready to depart the roof. (laughs) And um, all of a sudden, that's when things started to hit me about, uh, you know, the fact that I'm 800 pounds and I'm on a (laughs) 35 degree pitch roof and i'm up there wearing shorts and sneakers and that's about it so suffice to say uh one of my legs now looks like uh, a road rash as i slid down the roof to the ladder and uh it's 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 been a week or so now andrew and i'm still kind of road rashy it's uh kind of wild Never, never, ever again shall I do this. So I I got down and I looked like I was in a wrestling match with with mankind. I was, you know, because my leg was just crimson from uh, all the all the all the blood just pouring out because I just tore the heck out of the left side of my left leg. Insane. In fact, Andrew, I don't know if it's still up there because you know we've had some rain since then. But when I drove away uh, the next day to <laughs> yes i was admiring the 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 nice empty space where the roof was or not where the roof was but where the where the branch was that was beating up on the roof and i saw a nice pink streak on the uh, (laughs) on the on the shingles and that i think is where i slid from the pitch to the edge where i almost (laughs) fell off before i was able to get get onto the ladder Oh. oh my gosh
0: that's good stuff. I was on my roof this past weekend as well.
1: Were you really? I should have. I should have called you over to mine and uh, taken down this thing.
0: I was. I was. I did not leave any DNA up there, though. I, <laughs> I made it out unscathed.
1: Well, you're you're a little bit more nimble than I am, Andrew. So <laughs> you're probably putting up your Christmas lights.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Andrew, it's November the fifteenth. What the heck are you doing putting up Christmas lights?
0: Hey, these things are burning bright in my front yard as I stare out there
1: oh, right now. Oh. The, uh, Christmas does I, not start until the Thanksgiving parade is over.
0: I have a Christmas tree that's three quarters of the way decorated in my living room.
1: Is that only because you can't reach the other quarter?
0: <laughs> it's because my wife got mad and called it quits for the night.
1: <laughs> so much for being the good nurse. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a. I'm looking at an undecorated tree in my office oh, right now. My gosh. There's a partially decorated tree in our spare bedroom that the nine-year-old is working on.
1: You have three trees?
0: Oh, then she has a tree that'll go up in her room, too. So we have four trees in the house.
1: Oh, my goodness, Andrew.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got that. I've got a... uh, Oh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve-piece. So about a 30-piece village set that's going up on my... uh, In my house, as we speak, with people and trees and little ice skaters and ponds and anything else you could think of. Yeah, how about that?
1: Andrew, I have a question for you.
0: I just live here. (laughs) Have you lost your mind?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you lost your mind, Andrew? Andrew, it's November. We haven't even got to Thanksgiving. We're barely Uh, past Halloween, and you're already getting into Christmas. I
0: just I just took the Halloween decorations down the weekend before last.
1: Oh then, my goodness!
0: And then this past weekend, I'm up putting up Christmas lights in my yard.
1: As I was driving past the, uh, as I was driving home from the games the other day, um, I saw a billboard and it was advertising for a radio station that said your Christmas music station. And I just thought to myself, you know, I, I gave it the finger. I flipped it off because I was like, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, not uh, Thanksgiving yet, and you're already celebrating uh, Christmas. What is going on here? How
0: about how about the guy that lives around the corner from me? Halloween was what, on a Monday night. On Tuesday night, his Christmas lights were burning bright.
1: Oh God! How about that? Well, you live in a weird neighborhood. I'm telling you. Oh, what. how about that? Hey, I I, could, I I forgot to tell you, Andrew, the the the, the coda to my story. <laughs> um, being stuff. being up on the roof. No, you you just you just talked about your neighbor. Apparently, it was such it was uh, I was in such distress that my next-door neighbor came out to ask if everything was okay.
0: Huh. I, he's, he's a better man than I am. I would have <laughs> seen you up there. I would have pulled up a lawn chair with the beers and, and invited the neighbors out. <laughs> so let's watch it. Sit back and watch the show, boys.
1: Let's watch the fat kid <laughs> fall on the fence. <laughs> I'm telling you what. So you you were just talking about your neighbor, and that totally reminded me that uh, uh, kind Mr. Gavris next door uh, you? popped out and said, is everything okay there, Chris? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you doing out there are you lost <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, waiting for a ham sandwich buddy come on help help a buddy yeah. out yeah. Uh, then, then I finally get uh, down I, I said uh, I said well hey you know thanks and appreciate your kindness and he goes well I don't think you should be taking any more roofing jobs anymore <laughs> I was like well thanks for that unsolicited advice buddy
0: Yeah, thanks
1: I would go uh, to your also, next door neighbor and I would say I think it's a little uh, too early to celebrate Christmas
0: Oh my lord! How about that? Ugh. I I hauled I hauled 31, thirty one thirty thirty one or thirty two boxes out of my attic Sunday afternoon, full of Christmas decorations that are coming in the house.
1: Insane.
0: Thirty one or thirty two? How about that?
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how about that. That's uh, that's insane, is what that is. Mm-mm-mm. Jeez. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Eight, eight,
0: eight boxes of, of Christmas tree ornaments.
1: Andrew I mean you ha- you have a sickness there's you can go to therapy I, for this
0: I, I just i just I just live here
1: no no I'm no no no, no 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 you're you're the one bragging about it you're the one I who's do got I just you're the one who's got a tree in his office don't blame this on the good nurse
0: i just I just do as I'm told
1: whatever you're 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 a complicit you're a complicit early Christmas celebrator
0: <laughs> they've been they've been listening to Christmas music since the day after Halloween
1: do you think, Andrew? This is an honest question. Do you think by celebrating earlier and earlier and earlier that the you'll that Santa will bring you more and more presents? Is that the uh, thought process here?
0: Well, my thought process is, and I've enacted this rule: if I drive, we listen to my radio. If I'm the passenger, we can listen to their radio. Yeah. So, guess who does all the driving now?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's not you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about
0: that? Holy moly.
1: Oh, geez. All right. Well, Andrew, you have a sickness, and um, I think think there's a a vaccination for it. It's called uh, turkey and gravy and green bean casserole and mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce, pumpkin pie and pecan pie. What's the go-to there, Andrew, for Thanksgiving? Or do you celebrate Thanksgiving? Do you just go right to the Christmas ham and... uh, Oh, they 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 do
0: they do Thanksgiving around here.
1: Oh yeah, they do, huh? But they, they, they just do. order McDonald's or something? Do you not oh, no. do you not celebrate? Do you not uh, Oh no. Oh yeah? no. They
0: they do they do it up.
1: We interrupt Christmas to to have this blessed turkey?
0: Yeah, yeah, they they do the turkey and all that. And then uh I just slap myself a nice little fat steak down on the grill and grill myself a steak so I oh, can I can eat that.
1: There we go. Okay. See, that's what's wrong with America right there. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, don't it.
0: remind, don't remind me that that terrible meal's coming up in 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 a week's time. Oh God.
1: <laughs> uh Andrew. All right. Hey, you know what? Are are we done? Are we done? I think we are. I don't want to get we, angry. We. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh all right. Listen.
0: I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say Thanksgiving is probably one of the most overrated meals of the of the year
1: andrew andrew I mean, well it's it, it i'm not going to argue about the about the overrated but it's uh we're it, i don't think of the meal as much as i think of giving thanks for all that we have for the year as opposed to being a grubby person that like, give me give me give me on my gifts on santa let's start <laughs> early with halloween let's ign- i'm surprised you guys don't start until on january 4th or july 4th <laughs> Geez, let's have six months of Christmas. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Uh, Where's uh, my presents? Uh, uh, we're supposed to give thanks and be grateful for all that we've been blessed with and for all that for the friends that we have, for the podcasts that we have, for the hockey that we have, for the friends that are up on roofs that help one another out, or for the friends that maybe put their <laughs> Christmas lights out a little too early. But <laughs> yeah. no, instead, you're sitting there going, Yeah, I'm going to grill a steak on the one day when we're supposed to be thankful.
0: Oh, uh. At least it'll be, at least it be a decent mill that way. That's all I can say. Oh gosh,
1: Andrew, you're too <laughs> much. You're too much. <laughs> all righty. Well, Hey Andrew, despite this, we've missed you. So, yeah, uh, you
0: know, I appreciate it. <laughs>
1: yeah. We're thankful for your new gig with the city of Oklahoma city. Yes. Um, you know, driving that, uh, trash truck or whatever it is that you're going to be doing. Are you going to be mowing yeah. lawns? Is that what this is?
0: Maybe, uh, i might be a, i might be able to mow a lawn or two is this like you know, a security a little,
1: guard type thing
0: oh barney what is it paul blart
1: <laughs> paul yeah. blart are you, they, are, you are you a lifeguard are you a lifeguard at the Ooh, municipal I, pool I, in december
0: I'm, maybe not december but i might have to i might have to work in angle not this summer
1: i'm telling you you're david house the david hasselhoff of oklahoma city right there That's andrew right. major curve right.
0: all the yeah the full the pool would fill up you no, know, once they figured out
1: I was on the lifeguard stand. Yeah, you're going to be the Carl Spangler getting the baby Ruth <laughs> out of there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Andrew, let's get the heck out of here. Listen, let's th- do it. F- we appreciate everybody listening and putting up with our BS here on this uh, WCHL podcast. We want to thank you for listening. We want to thank you for your support of the WCHL. We want to thank you for your support of the ACHA hockey. We want to thank you for your support of the boys, the men that play uh, hockey for these 10 teams and put on a show for us every weekend or in Oklahoma's case, every other, I think they play like once a month these days now. Yeah, since occasional. The, occasional. Um, but serious, we want to thank you for uh, for your support of not only this podcast, but of the hockey guys and of the hockey teams. Um, you can follow the Western CHL online at westernchl.com or on Twitter at Western CHL. The podcast itself is on Twitter at Pod. Andrew was on Twitter at Stickford Am, and I guarantee you he's going to be posting pictures of his Christmas trees and his Christmas <laughs> lights. He's going to be all Christmas all the time on that uh, Twitter feed, so you want to pay attention there. You're going to share some Christmas recipes, maybe gingerbread cookies or something?
0: Oh. I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, your your Christmas steak. <laughs>
0: yeah. Jeez. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm on Twitter at cjp and OKLA. You're going to find burps and fart jokes there and uh cute kitten things and maybe the occasional uh political rant. Who knows? I might have to go off on people that don't celebrate Thanksgiving properly that jump immediately <laughs> to Christmas. So, you,
0: anyway. you can you can you can call my wife direct.
1: Yeah, the good nurse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh geez all right but serious we thank you for for listening to this podcast we hope that you uh go back and listen to the interviews that we've had recently with uh grand canyons jacob cummings and with utah's ethan light and wyatt light and uh we look forward to seeing you at the rink this upcoming weekend uh andrew are you ready i'm gonna you know what? here hold on i got two buttons to hit before i hit the big button are you ready i'm ready
0: (laughs) that's all folks Just when you think this show is terrible, something wonderful happens. What? It ends. (laughs) I
1: I have to play that, Andrew, for me and you, because that's that's me and you right there.
0: (laughs) I crack up every time.
1: (laughs) All right, here we go.
0: All right, everybody, have a good week. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Get to baking those pecan pies, and we'll catch you on the upside.